Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Let's bring in Scott Radley, host of the Scott Radley Show, sports columnist for your Hamilton Spectator, uh, and of course, host of the Scott Radley Show uh, every weeknight right here on CHML. Hello, Scott. How are you? Did you get the grouting done? Uh, well, uh, you were gr- last time we talked. You were in the shower, but you yeah, were well, you were you were scraping grout. Yes, and then I ended up renting a saw from Home Depot and creating the world's biggest dust cloud in the shower. That was really exciting. Why did you and, saw the shower? Well, we had to saw out the grout because my handheld saw. Anyone who's done this before knows what I'm talking about. The handheld grout saws for 45 minutes. I basically just scratched the grout. Couldn't do anything. <laughs> And so I rented this thing and didn't know that I was going to end up, as I say, like make the, the shower, the bathroom so dusty I could barely see through the cloud. So you have but literally, my wife. have you literally like taken the grout right off from between the tiles? Well, for some of the tiles, yeah. And then tried to fix it. And so most of it is a really remarkably good job considering I'm the worst handyman in the world. Uh, but there are still some issues. So if you want to swing by at some point and help me out, I'm more than happy to take your uh, your aid. Should I bring my own towel? You might want to bring more than a towel. <laughs> Goggles. Yeah, really? Headgear. Breathing apparatus. Crowbar. Yeah. Bre- yes. yeah. You've got your own mask needed right there. Let me hear it. All right. Um, Actually, funny, funny story, though, about this. When I went to Home Depot and the guy says it may be dusty, and I said, well, should I wear a mask? He goes, yeah, but you can't buy them here because everyone, they're all purchased up for the coronavirus. Really, eh? Yeah, so you can't even get them to do your home handiwork because everyone's got them to not die. And you probably will get more damage doing your uh, grouting issue than you would ever from, you know, the virus. There's probably more damage in the shower breathing all the dust than uh, any coronavirus. More than likely. <laughs> All right. So your thoughts on the big game last night. You know what? I went. We It was totally last minute for us. Uh, we ended up going to a uh, friend's place that had a, uh, a little party, a little soiree going on. And uh, to say this person's a TV aficionado would be a huge understatement, mm. uh, complete with a very raw feed of the American Fox version of the game. So we sat through all of the great commercials. It was It was amazing. It was a different way to watch the game, I thought. Well, uh, yes. I mean, we do. I know they showed some of the commercials. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, I mean, thankfully now we have that thing called the interwebs, so we can see the commercials yeah. afterwards, even if we can't see them on TV. Look, for me, the lesson out of the game yesterday, and it was a fine game. There was nothing wrong with the game. The lesson out of the game, and this is something that we're reminded of when we watch sports all the time, is that for sports or for a good TV show or something else to really work and really click with us, you need a villain. You need somebody either that you're really rooting for Mm. or that you're really rooting against. So the problem here is that we split even Steven? uh, What was it about either team to dislike? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the Chiefs were, you know, great. Sure, they have a great story. Andy Reid, the coach who's coached forever and has never won before, Mm. the young, great quarterback. And the 49ers, I mean, look, there's not much to dislike about the 49ers. To me, it's not like in years past. Like, there are people who just despise the Patriots. Yeah. So when the Patriots yeah. win, you have a rooting interest. You can really yeah. dive into the game. And even if you barely know, you don't care who the other team is, as long yeah. as it's not the Patriots. Or if you have your team in the thing. But when there's no rooting interest, it to me, it just becomes like a typical... 
you know, if you tune into a hockey game in the middle of the week and your team isn't playing, you're just like, oh, I'll throw it on. So wait a sec. So there's got to be, there has to be, you know, a good guy and a bad guy. There has to be, it's, it's got to be like my wife watching a Boston Bruins game. Someone's got to die on the other team in order for this to, to, to work out and be an exciting game. Once upon a time, back in grade nine or grade 10, I had a very wise English teacher um, who almost failed me, by the way. She wasn't that wise. Anyway, um, and she... Does she know me. that you're a writer for a, a major newspaper now? It's a long story. Boy, um, isn't that one, eh? When, when I, she, she once upon a time told me, that this was in grade 13, that I had the writing capacity of a grade 8 student. Yeah. And when I won an award, I was so tempted one time to send her a photo, but I thought yeah. that would not be nice. I'll just, I'll leave that one alone. Anyway... She told me once that conflict is the essence of drama. That was the whole lesson for our English yep. uh, literature class. Conflict. So you have to have conflict to really create that drama. Mm-hmm. And that, that, to me, again, it was a fine game. There were some great plays. There was exciting It was exciting plays. to watch, especially in. It was just, to yep. me, for me, and, and maybe there are people out there who are diehard Chiefs fans or diehard 49ers fans who are sitting there going, you're an idiot. Fine. But for me, the lack of a team that I loved or that I could really hate Mm, you know, it, it took a little something away from, from the game that we seem to have had for the last number of years, largely because the Patriots have been in it for so many years up so, until now. So you said at the beginning of this call, it was a fine game. Yeah, so what what would have made it better? That rivalry, having yeah. an enemy, and the fact that there didn't appear to be an enemy, that only made it a fine game? I would say for a lot of people, yeah. You, you there is... There is, it's what, it's the beauty of sports, honestly. It's not just for the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's why we get so passionate about our team and we care so much because you're emotionally invested in that. And if you take out that emotional investment, it's just a bunch of guys playing a game and doing it exceptionally well. I mean, some of the plays in that game were, were great. Um, it was okay. It was, it was, and, and I think probably, haven't seen any numbers yet, I will bet you that ratings for that game we're probably down a bit from the past few years. Really? Because I, I bet you they will be. Because, you know, a lot of the time, and it's not necessarily been the case lately, but, you know, in those games where it's decided by halftime, you see after the halftime show, the ratings go down. I think the ratings will stay consistent through this one, no? We'll see. We'll see. And speaking of the halftime show, I was very impressed this year with this. A few years ago. A few years <laughs> what were ago, you impressed with? Was the, well, was the halftime show better than fine? So it was a fine ago, halftime show. They had the big issue with a wardrobe malfunction, which caused all kinds of issues. So they were very clever. This year, they decided we'll solve that by removing the wardrobe entirely from the <laughs> issue. I was concerned, quite honestly, that J-Lo may have had some sort of infection. She was touching herself so often. Yes, yes. It, it was, you know, it was, it was... Well, it's a contact sport. I, I'm sure that... Um, no. Well, you know what? On Friday, on Friday, you were talking about how excited Ted Michaels was about it. I'm sure Ted found it very nice. <laughs> Ted thought. Ted said that he goes. You know, there's kids watching. <laughs> Ted, really? Is that you? I can't believe it. The it, man it who normally, have... once you know, he sees uh, a J a J Lo or a, a Shakira, you know, starting with the trembling uh, hips and stuff. He's he just he's just not much. <laughs> I mean, not to be too prudish and all, but it did seem that some that's what Ted said for the halftime show was done at strip clubs. Well, you get the pole there. I mean, there's the common denominator right there. As soon as you bring a pole into the center field, there, you know. Now I will say this: Jennifer Lopez and I 
are roughly the same age. So I do give her credit for looking like she does at her age because, I mean, I don't. I was going to say I don't look like that. Her, would be the same even if she was twenty five years older than you, pal. Uh, look, she she is in terrific shape. There's no question about it, and Shakira is too. Um, here, I I don't know what I, I honestly, Scott. I don't know what the answer is with the halftime show because there doesn't seem to be, with very few exceptions, there don't seem to be too many that at the end of it, everyone goes, you know, that was great. And in retrospect, and even at the time. I think the, the the recent gold standard has been Prince, who ironically was yeah. also in Miami yeah, a number of yeah. years ago in the pouring rain. Mm-hmm. And that one now seems to be held up as, okay, that was that was probably the best one of the past 20 years. A lot like this one because there was a lot of girl power up there this time out. Let me, let me start a discussion that we'll get both in trouble. Um, but I throw this one out there. because We only I got a minute think- left, so hurry up. The kind of girl is it empowering to women <laughs> to have that kind of show? And I'm being serious. Like no, I, I know what you're say, saying. Go, girl. That's, that's, right. know, that's fantastic. Girl that's right. Get out there and grope yourself. That's empowering women. I, I, yeah. see, I, I, there are people who will say absolutely. These two women of a certain age who normally would have in years past been considered over the hill, they look fantastic and they do this and they, they brought what they wanted. And that, that's fine. But I also question is that kind of what they brought really empowering women that listen discuss good among point. yourselves i guess yes well we'll discuss it amongst ourselves scott riley's been with us host of the scott riley show sports columnist with your hamilton spectator uh make sure you're listening tonight anything you want to plug real quick uh we are going to be talking about the federal government's new plan to license news websites so you chml and the spec uh, and everyone else presumably would have to get a license got to get my radio license <laughs> Uh, that seems only f- totally 1984 George Orwellian and t- totally censorship-like scary. But anyway, we'll discuss. All right, Scott Radley will uh, listen tonight. Thank you, Scott, as always. Take care. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.